This is the Real Talk University podcast, where your hosts, Andre and Christian, explore success stories outside of the classroom. What's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of Real Talk University. On today's episode, we had on Adam DeGrosse, the tour photographer for Post Malone right now. Um, It was really incredible to hear his story, kind of how he got to where he is today, learn about his skills as a punk punk rock photographer and then a rap photographer, obviously. It was really incredible to hear how he came from being like working in a grocery store to leaving to go on tour with Post, Um, and also some of his works with guys like ASAP Ferg and Lil Peep, so it was really an incredible interview. Um, Something we haven't really done before, as we mainly focus on entrepreneurs, and while he is one, he was in a much different field, obviously, with photography and the creative arts. So I'm going to pass it off to Andre to give more insight on this and talk about our new ebook. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Adam was really dope. Obviously, Christian and I are huge Post Malone fans, so it was really cool to kind of get, you know, an inside view of what it's like to be on tour with Post Malone. And also, just Adam's story was really incredible and inspiring. Just, you know, him explaining how he did some of his work, some of his photography with minimal equipment and really just stressing the importance of like just actually doing it and putting your work out there rather than trying to sit there and perfect it over time. Just put it out there, guys. Like you, you gotta, you know, have more confidence in yourself. Your work is better than you think it is. And it might impact people that are out there that you might not believe would be impacted unless you actually put it out there just to see. So you got to put it out there to see uh, you got to take the action and just do the work. And that's basically what I got out of the interview. Uh, and big announcement, guys, today, uh, actually yesterday, by the time this interview is coming out, we released our podcast blueprint ebook in partnership with American Real. Uh, Roger Brooks over there, the host of American Real. We partnered up on this ebook so that you guys can learn our secrets that we developed over time, over these last five months, to you know bring our podcast to be to where it is today. Uh, that allows us to do these interviews with big name entrepreneurs, celebrities, uh, and people in the industry. So really, guys, it's only $97. Uh, it's like half the price, thirds of a price, fractions of a price of everything else out there. And we curated it over three months, I think it was. So there's a lot of great content in there. We took our time with it. Super valuable product. $97 is all we ask. And other than that, please enjoy the episode. If you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends, and uh, let's get into it. What is up, everyone? Before we get into this brand new episode of Real Talk University, I wanted to deliver to you guys a message and a special offer from our sponsor, Audible. Audible is the largest audiobook platform on the planet. And they are offering our listeners, the Real Talk University podcast community, with a free 30-day trial of their platform, which includes one free audiobook. If you don't like Audible after 30 days for free, you could literally quit, end the subscription, and not be charged and still get your one free audiobook. On this podcast, you guys know we stress the importance of self-education, personal development, reading, all that kind of stuff, and this is your opportunity. There's absolutely no excuse to not hop on this. We are offering a free 30-day trial. Test it out. If it's not something you like, no problem. There's literally no risk. You're getting a free audiobook, a free 30-day trial with the platform. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash realtalk. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash realtalk. There's going to be a link in the show notes. Go ahead, sign up. Let us know what book you choose. Let us know what you think. 
and uh, best of luck. But this literally, guys, is your key to success and your pathway to personal development. There's absolutely no excuse. All right. So for our audience out there who isn't familiar with you, could you just give us a background of who you are, what you're about, and then what you're up to these days? I am Adam DeGrosse. I'm a photographer from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've been shooting for 13 years, and now I work with Post Malone as his personal photographer. Yeah, for anybody out there that follows Post, you've probably seen his uh, captions. They always say, by Adam DeGrosse, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, how did you become interested in, like, find your passion in photography? Um, I used to book shows. I used to be really into, like, the punk scene, and I used to book, like, all the punk shows, like, before – it was like MySpace, like way long ago. And like to promote the shows, I would take photos and then I would uh, um, post those photos and then hype up the shows with the photos. Right. So how did you kind of get those out there before social media was really big? I did it. I didn't. They were just like, they were just in my vault of shit. And then, really? yeah, one day I, was, I used to work at Best Buy as like a door greeter. <laughs> yeah, yep. for real. And um, I showed the photos to this guy and he was like, these are incredible. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you just like fucking around at Best Buy and you should be doing photos? <laughs> and um, yep. so I, I, I self-funded my own, like my, like my first gallery and like a, a book and I didn't know what I was doing. So I just put all this money into it and it, it did really, really, really well. And it like kind of got my name out there. And um, that's just where like that just kind of started. And then everything kind of evolved when like punk and rap kind of crossed over i was kind of like one of the first people that was like doing some of the earlier people like you know like suicide boys would come through and i do that yep. yeah yeah crossing over to okay rap and punk are kind of a mixture right now i'm just getting back started doing more rap and then it just went from there that's, that's sweet dope. like what did you use at first like to did you have like a specific camera that you used or like wasn't that not yeah really I've, always, I've always shot with sony but it's because i'm self-taught and the guy at the camera shop was like use sony so I use a Sony Alpha. So I didn't know. Yeah, you could say Nikon, Canon, and, and Sony. I don't know anything about either of that. <laughs> yeah. Like I kind of know now, but like back then, and even up until like a few years ago, I knew like nothing about gear or stuff. It was wow. just the the camera guy said, "Hey, get a Sony. They're gonna be good cameras eventually." And I was like, "All right, I'll just." Right. And then they now they're. It's all I've ever used is Sony. Sweet. That's dope. So you never really like took a photography class, whether it was in college or on your own time. You just kind of taught yourself. I, I took one, but I got zero percent in it. <laughs> I just <skipped laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah, I was in high school. And I just never, I never went. But you wow. should email email that teacher. Be like, I what could I, I do now? <laughs> That's crazy. But no, I, yeah, I'm self taught, and then um, but I did go to school for um, I went for a few semesters for like video stuff and blah blah blah, but I didn't. I never, never, never did that. So, like, did you have like a mentor or someone that kind of helped you, or it was really just no, all just me? I really just did it all by myself. Like, I mean, like people, people would help you because, like, um, I had more people that just like believed in me to do stuff because, like, you have to get photo passes and you have to get people's not really permission, but you have to have people who are comfortable with you, you know. And like back, in the, like early on, like I'd get like I'd take like really, you know, like. I'd always be around at, like these punk shows and all this stuff and be like really involved in it. And those people didn't care if I was always taking photos of them because I was just like their friend. And then now like you gotta have that trust with 
people and like you got to be able to get photo passes and people got to have to like really believe in you because everyone wants to do photography so it's like you know if everyone got a photo pass there no one there'd be no room for camp like people to stand and take photos you know yeah yep word so like when you like started to show like other people your photography work and whatnot was there like something that stood out to them that like separated you from everyone else well i mean i think it was just that it was so it was like the real it was real life it was like my actual life was on these photos like it was like the actual punk scene was it was real you know it wasn't like i wasn't posing people i wasn't doing this it was just i was a fly on the wall that I'd always had my camera, so nobody ever questioned it. And I, I didn't really care about like, like, okay, my, if my camera gets bumped, I'm not going to like freak out about it. So I'll be right in the pit with people and I'll be jumping off the stage with my camera. That's so know, this years ago. <laughs> um, That's sick. So like, people were like, wow, these are like really intimate, like crazy intimate part, like photos of people and life and yeah. all that stuff. And then I just transfer that to, to rap, you know, and then like, it just it's like that now you know nobody paid attention to me that when i have my camera because i just always have it and i'm i never you know I've, and I've never like done photos for people that are gonna make them look bad you know or something like that like yeah like that. so people just trust me so how are you able to take like still pictures in the pit without like catching an elbow <laughs> to the face or something like that well, I'm, I'm i'm fairly tall so i'd be able gotcha. to, like i just kind of stand and just kind of i mean i would i would get hit i mean my camera my, my, my <laughs> lens i mean my flash has been busted like the screen's been busted because like it someone like kicked it once someone like like staged up right onto my flash and it was just gone <laughs> like, right, no I'm way done <laughs> yeah so originally before rap stuff like i don't know if a lot of my more current fans know but i came from like the punk scene and my photos from the punk world actually got me into got fairly well known and that's where i kind of come from so not i didn't just jump in the rap world and here i am and i would do yeah so i came from that world and people kind of started you know getting this vibe of like even you know like i said like i would like rap and punk kind of crossed over i was kind of there help you know doing that and that's how i met Lil peep i did his photos and that's how i met post because through um, my photos of Lil Peep, uh, who I was going to be his photographer from, like, you know, it was kind of in the works. I was going to be, like, what I am now for Post, but for Beep. And then he passed away. And then my um, Post got my, my photo tattooed on him. And then one of the guys who was kind of one of his, like, day-to-day -day managers is a huge fan of Lil Peep. So when I went out, I was going to go out to shoot Lil Peep at this festival but he he passed and then um they turned it into a memorial set for him and that's the headline was plus one so i was like hey can i just come take photos of post tonight and they're like yeah cool whatever we met and we got along and then um the uh the super bowl and a whole bunch of stuff was happening at uh in minnesota and um he came and he did a whole bunch of shows there and so i just i took photos of him like four times in like the span of like a month, you know? So, so I just got, and then the tour is getting routed. And like, oh, well, do you want to, you know, do you want to try being the tour photographer? And then that was that. That's, That's so incredible. Dope. Just get your foot in the door, basically. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it took years, but like now it's my full-time job, you know, because even up until like the, the first day that I worked with him was the day that Beer Bongs and Bentleys came out. And what? up until, up until that tour, I worked at a grocery store, you know? 
Holy shit. Yeah, I do a minimum wage job. Like it was, but I, I, I kept the job because I, it was like 11 to seven. So I could sleep in and go to shows and do this. And like, they knew what I was doing. And I even asked, I was like, Hey, can I come back to the job after the tour? And they're like, no, you just got to go do it. Like, just quit this, just go do photos. Like, all right. So I did, I just jumped right in and it's been nonstop since. Yeah, it's just taking, like, a big risk and, like, taking a big bet on yourself and, like, seeing where you could go with it, which is so dope. There's always a story behind it. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody can get a job. I mean, you can get a job, but it's like, I mean, how many times are you going to get this opportunity, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking Post Malone. Yeah, which and and that was, like, you know, I was, like, even, I knew, I mean, I knew he was going to be, like, big, but, like, he became the biggest thing in the world, um, you know, since this last album, you know? Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. So what's that? What's that been like? Like, obviously, like you're really close to him. You're part of the team. So, like, how's the transition been? Like, since you first started to where you guys are now? Oh, we're cool. I mean, he's always been cool. He's always he's just a cool guy. Everyone, the whole team's cool. I mean, like, I'm jumping in, and there's like, you know, there's people who've been around for years, and then there's crew that's been together for years that are this and that. And now it's kind of the new the new guys. So. But everyone's taken me in, and it's just been great. Everyone's just friends, you know. It's just a fun, fun vibe. And he he really is exactly how he is in interviews. And I think he's he's just a cool guy. So it's like he's just still the same from the day I met him to now. You know, it's cool. Yeah. What's it been like traveling, doing shows, and going on tours with him? Like seeing different places of the world. Um, I've I've toured before, but this is like this is cool. I mean, I get to go. Every, I mean, I went to the Middle East, Japan. I mean, this is our like, third time in Europe in like a year. So uh, it's just cool. And we go into different places. It's just fun to see new things and all because of photography and all that. I mean, obviously because of one, but still through photography, I get to go do my dream and all that stuff. And it's cool. You know, it's, it's, I don't take any of it for granted. You know, it's just that it's, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing feeling to be like, oh, I'm right now I'm in Sweden. I'm like, oh. I'm in Sweden right now. It's just crazy, you know. <laughs> Love to visit Sweden one day. Yeah. So, like, what did people think when you chose like to pursue a passion of photography? Um, my parents always kind of were like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Not they didn't openly say it, but I could like get the vibe, you know. So it's like, um, I, I don't think they ever really fully knew that it was going to be like this, and I don't think they really. Uh, thought that it would go to this the, to this level but a couple of years ago I started kind of making a little bit of money from it it started to kind of make a little bit of sense and I was getting offers from like Rolling Stone magazine to do stuff or venues and like just like little bit you know I was getting like jobs you know I started to like okay I'm getting a little extra money and I kind of feel but I feel it coming you know like you feel the momentum shifting my way and I think it's gonna happen and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going on this tour. I didn't even tell my parents I quit my job. I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to do my <laughs> job back when I, uh, yeah, it's whatever. I shouldn't have to tell my parents everything. But still, I was like, you know, yeah, it's going to be cool. Everything's good. Don't worry about me. Like, well, I'm an only child. So they're kind of, you know, oh, well, you should, you know, think about what you're doing. And I was like, it'll be fine. And now, <laughs> now that they like, they, they, they see that I, you know, I make, I'm actually making a living for myself doing this. They're like, you know, we, I'm, my dad, my dad says, He's glad that I never listened to him. So, <laughs> are they yeah. Post Malone fans? <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, it's funny. Now they are. My now my dad loves them. Now he like checks everything. And then, <laughs> it's dope. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, man. Yeah, it, but um, I mean, everyone. I I feel like everyone in my peer group 
kind of thought that that's what I was going to do. No one was ever like, you're, you're weird for trying to go for it. So I kind of yeah. always steadily had little like um, accomplishments that were pretty good, like pretty big for photographers, like even like in my younger career to now, you know, it was always every year I was always outdoing myself and people were like, all right, it's, you know, it, it seems right. And it seems natural for you to do it. But like, and then I just, you know, just jumped in and did it. And that was, I mean, for me, it was probably, I was probably more scared than anybody else, you know, to do it. <laughs> I just had to, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if I would have been like, well, what if I don't get another job? I would have been so, I would have felt so stupid for the rest of my life, you know? You just got to take action, like, right away and just, like, get over your fears. Yeah, and well, I'm glad, I'm glad it took this long because now I know what to do and how to, you know, treat things more like a business and yeah. not be so, oh, I'm going to go party. I, I can't, I can't do that. You know, I got to actually work. It's like an actual job, you know? Yeah, yep. I feel like you appreciate it more. Yeah, and if I was younger, I think I would have, it would have been a little bit more rocky than it. I would have probably, I don't even know if I'd be lasted this long on tour because, you know, I'd be partying or whatever. But, like, I think now that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm older and I've been doing it for so long that I, I understand what it is now, you know? And so I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't, like, okay, I got that one little thing and I'm going to quit everything and just go for photography which is or like or anything any type of dream i'm glad that i worked for it i made the right steps to do it and now i feel like i'm able to handle it you know 100%. absolutely so going back to when you were growing up like did you have any favorite artists or rappers back then or any big inspirations well, i mean when i was younger i was only into punk like that was i was like militantly into punk like that was it like that's all i like that was that i, I mean i like photography but i mean like I'd always like go look at like photo books and stuff like that for like old punk photos and this and that. But like, then I, I mean, then I got into like Kanye West and like Common and stuff from like Chicago and like a little bit more backpack rap and stuff. And I was like, okay, I kind of get rap. And I was like, oh, Wu Tang's cool. And then I was like, okay, Biggie's cool. And then I was like, then I started looking into more stuff. And I was like, all right, this is cool. But then, um, like kind of like when like the the Kendrick Lamar's and Drakes and. ASAP Rocky and all those guys, like that one little like wave of all those people came out. Like, yep. oh, this is sick. Like, I actually, I get it. I guess, <laughs> like, right when they, right when they early came out, you know, like those old out, like the ASAP Rocky album where they had like the big collaboration songs. It's yeah. like, you had like eight different people, like Schoolboy Q and that generation. I was like, oh, Dude, that, that was this dope. Is sick. You know, this is like a sick time for me. And then I went to, I went and saw Travis Scott at like a um, uh, 800 person room. Because I was wow. friends with um, one of the openers, and they're like, "Yeah, come to the show; it's gonna be cool." And I didn't know what I was like, get, gonna get into because like, you listen to Travis Scott on record, and it's super chill. And I saw it, and it was crazier than any punk yeah. band ever. <laughs> period. Like it was, it was the one my personally one of my favorite shows of all time. And I was like, "Okay, there's something here," and there's a whole. Then I saw another show the next week with this dude, Rob Banks and Kuya, and I was like, "Okay, it was the exact same energy." I was like oh my god this is what i've been looking for out of punk but with rap and it's catchier and it's more energy and there's i get it you know i, I get it now i I, I I moved into that more because it just made sense it was more fun you know yeah we actually went to astroworld back in december in philly and like the mosh pit it was a blast like he's insane live like the energy that he brings. yeah so when did you see him was that back like rodeo era 
before that. It was like, oh really? Wow. Yeah, it was like. Well, I mean, it might it might have been right around then, but it was like a it was like a Red Bull like show. It was like it's like Red Bull used to do these, or they still do like breakout breakout artists. You know, like breaking like you know like they'll they'll bring oh YG just had his first single. They'll put him out. You know, or like whoever. They'll bring, and they'll put him in small venues and stuff like that. Or like that's where I saw him. So, have you ever been in contact with Travis or not yet? I've I've been in the same room with him, but I've never gotten it down. I think he's I think he's a, he'd be so fun to shoot. I've shot him a few times, but it's like you know, if you got if you got the right access, I think it'd be fun to shoot him. Yeah, no, I've never I've never really talked to him. I used to be afraid of him because I always think he'd break my camera. Because he <laughs> he's like kick cameras and shit. Oh shit! Yeah, so. Are you like connected like with other artists, photographers, or not really? Yeah, yeah. Other artists, photographers, we have like kind of our own little like network. You know, it's like, oh, we're all friends. You know, it's like, okay, you're doing this and you're doing that. Like, I used to work for uh, ASAP Ferg, and um, uh, at the time, my friend, who was also in the punk, he he kind of came up the same as me, and uh, I worked for ASAP Ferg. He's like, oh, I'm working with Schoolboy Q. I was like, damn it, you want up, like, you're trying to one-up me, blah, blah, <laughs> Then today, I was like, then went before Post Malone, because we always kind of had this, like, fun rivalry. And um, yeah. I was like, well, guess, guess what? I got you. Post Malone, I'm working with him. He's like, well, guess what? I work with Beyonce now. I was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah, now he's, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z's guy. So, I'm like, Holy damn. shit. One-up. Yeah, one but still, crazy. Like, so, like, then throughout, like, traveling, okay, like, me and G-Z's photographer friends are, like, me and who you know whoever we're all we all kind of know each other yeah yep. so do you have like one person in mind like i mean obviously post Malone's like one like probably the best if i had to choose one but like it, someone else like if you had to further your career and work with someone for i mean i i think right now i mean i i wouldn't leave post Malone for the world right now you know like yeah not no just, I... <laughs> not, not because like what but just because I, I like it i like his team or like him i like everything i guess like my become like my like second family you know so like right now I can't even think of it. Like I feel like if I was working with anybody else, I would stay post long, you know? <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been on with him? Because like a few years ago he came with Future to a place called near my town called Spac. I don't know if you were there, but I got to see him no. live and it was incredible. It's only been a year. Okay. Like, only been, and that, almost less than the like the day that beer bongs and Bentleys came out was my first day. Wow. Yeah. So April. Like April. Yeah. yeah, April. Okay. Gotcha. And you were following before, obviously, right? Yeah, I did a few. I did a few here and there shows, you know, because like he'd come to festivals in Minnesota, and I'd take photos, or he'd play a show there, and I'd take photos. It was kind of the whatever, you know, whenever he came, but it was never like a thing, you know. He didn't know who I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like watching an interview that you did previously. I don't remember the name of the podcast, but you said that you made an album cover with like a disposable camera. So how easy is it to actually take good photos with like the most basic equipment? It, you don't have to have the expensive gear you don't have to do that it's just all about the moment and the art and how you're able to do it you know so it's like if you can't afford a huge dslr camera or whatever like you know you can't afford all the film for film camera you can go out and take photos on some shitty point and shoot and still do it you know yeah and then the iphones today are like 4k quality incredible so you could just use your phone I mean, yeah do it on your phone why not i mean i i well, i hope phones don't evolve anymore then you know get me out of a job but <laughs> um, but no uh no i mean it's anybody can uh, photos right now are more important than i i think a lot of people think like more photos i think like right when like like social media like instagram like i think every year like more photos are taken in the like 
like like triples, you know, because everyone yep. takes photos. You know, everyone takes everyone, everyone. There's always photos. There's always photographers. There's always can't. There's more photos in the world than ever. You know. Uh, yeah, it's sure. amazing. And like, what do you think the best platform for sharing that is? Instagram, probably. Instagram for sure. I think Instagram changed my life, hundred percent. Really, you want to talk about that just a little bit? Because one of our big things, like using social media to like leverage and like make connections stuff like that so. oh i mean uh, if you can use instagram properly you're you're, you're good i mean that's what, exactly how i got where i'm at today instagram 100 percent instagram if you can hashtag things if you as long as you you know as long as you treat it like a little bit more professionally like people you know hashtag the things and tag people and don't blow them up constantly or or if you're able to like make things look appealing in a certain way and work dms and do all that but like I, the moment the, the moment i got instagram one of my first followers was ace have ferg you know and then i ended wow. up yeah he he told me a dm on me just said i like your photos and we followed <laughs> each other for a year and then i took photos from again he was like come on tour with me for a quick run and we'll you know and just it, the, like that was the first week i got I, i've switched from like I, when i got instagram i got that job you know so, I mean, social media is one of the most powerful things. It's, I mean, it almost, it's, it's so powerful and so um, rewarding if you can do it in the right way. And if you don't get, I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't, I mean, just don't throw your whole existence away for social media and like, don't, you know, get bogged down in it and have it control your life. But like, yeah, if you use it right and if you use it smart, you can make uh, a living off of like, you know, you can do whatever. It's a, it's, yeah, a new, exactly. it's like a new um you know it's a it's a it's a new frontier you know so everything's open right now for anybody mm -hmm. you know anybody can yeah, go there's really no barrier to entry yeah i mean really it's 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 a it's a new frontier and people can uh do it take it take it wherever they want to go you know 100 percent. so like obviously so early in your career, like, did you have any like big failures that kind of set you back or discouraged you from continuing where you like were trying to go? I got hired to do the ASAP Ferg tour, and um, he, uh, I didn't, uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't doing things fast enough, and I wasn't treating it as like a job, and he kind of benched me for like a week, you know. So I was like, oh, I got, I got this big opportunity. And I blew it in like the first week, but then he brought me back, you know, but still, then I realized like, oh, this is a job. This is like a real thing, you know? hundred mm -hmm. percent. And you got to shoot a music video for him, right? And he really liked the vibe that your video brought. Oh yeah. That was cool. That was fun. That was like a DIY. That was like super, like, I just had to like, like I got thrown under the bus for, not like I just got thrown in the fire. They're like, you yeah. the video now. And I was like, it wasn't like that, but it was, that's how it felt. And I was like, so I just <laughs> made this like, like zero, bud like zero dollar budget music video for asap ferg and little uzi vert and uh marty baller and it it was like a punk video meets rap and it was cool so did he actually dope. use that for like youtube and vivo and yeah stuff yeah like oh yeah yeah it came out real, wow. real release it was, it was sick it was yeah, what it was song my favorite things i've done so what song is it uh it's called uzi gang so oh sweet YouTube check it out yeah it's cool it's um i did that and then done a few other little videos here and there but i don't really i don't i like doing them but it's not like my my, my go-to Yep. So obviously there's a lot of photography out there now. Everyone's trying to make it as a photographer. What do you have to say to anyone that's out there trying to pursue their passion in photography? Just, just go for it. And like, always don't, don't uh, do, do something a little different, you know, or just keep to your, your vision, you know, 
and always keep be consistent. If you can be consistent and timely, and then or if you're like you know or do something different, but it's like there's so many photographers that things can get kind of washed out and you can't really not really pay attention to everybody. But just if you're consistent and you're doing good work and it's your own style and you can like my goal is to be able to have someone look at a photo and be like, oh, that's Adams without even looking at who took it, you know? Yeah. So like, I think if you can get to that level, then you're, you're on the right path. You know, like I'll, I'll scroll through and be like, oh, that's this person. Oh, that's this person. Oh, that's this person. That's like, cause I can tell style, you know? That's awesome. Like, who were some big photographers when you were coming up? Were you like admiring people's styles? Um, when I was coming up, I didn't really like look at too many photographers that are like, I didn't like, like sit and like worship one or two, but I like this one dude named Edward Culver who did like old punk photos from back in the day. But, um, no, I would just go to like random bookstores and like, like sit and look through photo books and like try to get a little bit of inspiration from just stuff, you know? Yeah. I think it's better to like limit yourself just so like you could keep your mind open to like your original thought and not be influenced so much by others. Yeah, that's why I, I just used to like almost like peel through without even like stopping on a page. I'll just kind of like look through and maybe like look like try to get a little bit of a like it would like stick in my brain instead of like try to copy it. It would just get a little like but without ripping it off, you know. Yep. So like obviously we follow Post Malone and you on Instagram stuff like that. So I was just wondering what the story was behind like those t-shirts that was, it was just literally like by Adam DeGrasse. Oh, it was kind of a fun little joke, you know, it was like an, an internal thing, you know, just funny. And then people bought it. It was, it was, just, it was a little, just, just for fun. Yeah. And like people actually bought them. Like, was there like a ton of sales? Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I'm not retiring off of them and I wasn't making the honest throwing <laughs> money around. It was fun, you know, it's a couple of hundred. So it was cool. It was funny. Are they still on sale or is that? Yeah, yeah, they're on sale. You can find them. I'll put the link in my profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool, man. It was just, it was just good. I just think it's just funny because like a lot of photographers don't get credited all the time on social media when it comes to, I mean, anything. You know, like a lot of people, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get some people to credit. But so it's really cool that they, that you know, he credits me. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. It's like his whole caption. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> All right, so I have one more question before we do a little lightning round, which is what we normally end on, which are just like four quick questions that you give brief answers to. But before that, I just want to ask, what does success mean to you? Being happy. I mean, just being able to do, being being able to have your dream and at least try to go for it. And then like, just even if you don't, even if you don't do it, you're still like, at least if you take steps to do it, I mean, like you don't have to always be, you know, I'll, I'll never probably be the biggest photographer in the world, but at least I, you know, I did something with myself, you know, so I think I'm successful, yeah. you know. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like you're working with Pulse Malone, you're doing great things. So that's awesome. So we're just going to go right into the lightning round. So the first question is, what would you tell your 18 year old self if you had like a few seconds with him? Uh, keep going and don't, 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 don't stop doing the photography. Don't give in. 100%. So, what has been the worst advice and the best advice you've ever received? The worst advice? Oh, man. I don't know. Let me try to think. I don't know. I can't think of it. Really, I don't know. Um, yeah, it trips a lot of people up. You can start with the best advice. <laughs> best advice. Um, don't start something you can't finish. That's what someone told me once. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like that. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so true. Because people just start things and then like they don't they're trying to focus on ten other things at the same time and it's just like never ends well. Yeah, and that's what that's what happened with me. I was like, he said that and I was like, All right, you know, but I think it was about <laughs> being a, it was it was actually about being in a fight. <laughs> he was like, yeah, so, okay. <laughs> It was about like, fighting someone. <laughs> it was back, like back when I was younger. So next one is what was your best purchase of a hundred dollars or less? What is what would be my best purchase of a hundred dollars or less? Like what was it? Oh man. It's gonna be a camera. <laughs> I, no. Um <laughs> I like jackets if I get a good jacket for a hundred dollars or less. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> That's dope. Perfect. Um and then the last one is other than you can't use by Adam DeGrasse for this question, <laughs> but what what would you put on a billboard for the whole world to see? <laughs> oh man, you can't do by Adam DeGrasse. <laughs> 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 uh, I gotta keep with the brand, you know. I'd fight to make that happen, you know. You know I get I get my manager involved, and he would make that happen for me. No one's gonna tell me no. <laughs> by Adam DeGrasse on the billboard. That's what it is. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Dude, we really appreciate the time, man. All right, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Take care. Keep doing great things. Hey, guys. Show some love for the Real Talk University podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on the Apple Podcast app. See you all next week.